Well, here it is, ladies and gentlemen, season three of Beyond Meaning, the hidden science of thought. Without further ado, we made it this far. Uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure and privilege to be here creating this voice note or well this podcast it's no longer just a collection of voice notes i sent to like six people now it's something i'm broadcasting to hundreds of people across the world and that is amazing hello to you my my friends across the globe hello to you it's a it's a privilege and an honor as i have just said to be able to create this podcast content to you to you at home, even if I don't know you, if I don't know your face, it's just, it's a privilege to be able to create these words and these shapes and figures that are going to imprint upon your subconscious mind. This started definitely, uh, this definitely just started off as a passion project and it's really just gained so much upward momentum organically. I, 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 I kid you not i knew it would always go well for me with this because of the fact that i mean well i I, i'm very blessed with an amazing voice and i know that like the concepts that like well that have been given to me and like the way the perspectives that i have chosen to prospect my life through it's very unique and i mean i know that a lot of people resonate with it i've always known that i that this is part of my path and part of the thing that i'm supposed to be doing uh so it was never really a doubt for me the only thing was that like it's like i just i i realized you know like it's uh, we've spoken a lot about growth on this show and i've asked you at home like what's the biggest thing you've realized over the last like six to twelve months right i've asked that question a couple of times on this podcast and um with that being said the biggest thing i've just the as of now it's that if you don't start you can't even get better you know it's like that's just such a duh type of thing right but it's like it's it's cool to know but it's like another another thing is like it's better to just like actually act upon that like it's one thing is knowing another thing is doing uh, stop philosophizing like stop philosophizing philosophizing and start acting you know it's like it's the it's not necessarily like there's a time to philosophize and there's a time to act and upon the there's a need for balance in life and with this balance comes greater senses of creation and through a greater deeper sense of unitary entwinement to your own self and the world around you i.e the ideas that you want to do and acting towards them in order to create them inside of the 3d time space creates a sort of molecular transfusion that actually increases your own vibration because it's like you're telling yourself you want this and you go and you do it that's going to increase your reliability within your own mind's eye and as you increase that reliability to yourself you're going to become more confident because you are trusting in your abilities to actually enact the morph uh, the morphisms uh, enact the shapes and enact the desires that you are requiring and that you want and you know like i mean a lot of things teach us how to do this you know it can it, it doesn't necessarily need to be uh one way as i've said before there are numerous ways to enlightenment uh, just like actually, if you study the the Vedic literature, um, the study of yogas, there's many different types of yogas, and like it's like all different ways of enlightenment. Like I mean, in the Gita, as uh, Lord Krishna is explaining how to reach uh, Lord Krishna, to he's explaining this to Aranjuna, uh, Aranjuna, excuse me, <laughs> to Aranj uh, Aranjuna, and uh, as he's explaining this to Aranjuna. Uh, Lord Krishna says that there's many ways, you know, it's, uh, and ultimately you reach, well, the Godhead. And I guess there's many ways that you can go about doing this, you know, and I mean, it's not limited to just one perspective or one school of thought. Everything is here, you know, it's like our life is too expansive to be limited to just one thing, bro. Like the nature of your soul is supposed to lead you down all these different avenues and all these different like life paths that you are creating upon uh, upon yourself or that you are molding for yourself inside of your own world you know it's like it's part of your process and it's like it might seem that like you know you're everywhere and that you're super eclectic and like that you're not grounded in anything but it's like eventually eventually you're gonna see how it's like all part of the process for yourself you know it's like you're gonna be here and you're gonna be doing things and you're not even gonna realize that like the things that you were doing are actually like 
leading you down a richer, more complete life path. Like it's like it might not even seem like it's connected, but like as like you start to just become more aware of it, not even become more aware of it, but just like let it be its own thing, the more it dives into you, you know, the more it manifests into your own life. And it's 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 interesting because it's like that becomes the higher self. It just it becomes it becomes your own inner dialogue that is leading you, even if you're not aware of it. Like it's like it's just it's your guiding light, right? And it's like you start to follow these breadcrumbs and eventually like you end up in mysticism. You end up like you end up reading or coming across some sort of text from like 600 years ago that like really resonates to you and then you just dive down that rabbit hole you know it's like how do you even start with that bro you just gotta start bro you just gotta start you can't like you can't like do anything other than just starting uh what does that look like what do you think it looks like and then do it if that doesn't give you the results try it again try it three times and then if there's absolutely no results you will know you know like it's like use your own mind bro like you can't expect people to just give you all these like handouts and like spiritual levels ups like you can't you can't expect you can't wait for someone to level you up spiritually dude like you can't get carried up the spiritual hierarchy you need to like realize these things for yourself and you need to go out and you need to like start implementing them like it's like there's only so much that like a guide can do for you you know bro like it's like at the end of the day you need to take the own like you need to claim your authority and like you need to enact the will of your own life and it's like this is the way that i'm paving like it can't because it's like if you just like follow what someone else is telling you to do bro you're just following their path like you need to walk your own path like how can you expect to go down your own path if you're just following someone else's energy it doesn't work that way and that goes hand in hand with self-fulfilling like with your self-worth like it's like make sure like continue to work on it like it's like okay let's take this another step back because i'm just i'm just talking to the collective at this point but in all honesty it's just it's okay it's okay for you to not know what you want to do but just do something you know it's like just just do something because it's like if you're just waiting for inspiration to hit that's not how it works inspiration comes when you start to inspire yourself you can't just like sit down and be like i'm waiting for inspiration nah homes it doesn't work like that yo um but what you can try is like reading a book and after you read the book write down three things that stood out from that book you know like it's like this is instead of me telling you read this book no read your own book and uh read at least like 20 pages of it if you could do 40 do 40 it's gonna take you like maybe an hour 40 pages could take you maybe an hour an hour depending on how the book is um read for an hour but however long that takes you don't feel self-conscious if you read less than 20 or more than 40 really it's not a competition um it's a journey and that's the thing though because it's like if you're like i think that like if you're trying to do what works for someone else you might just be trying to follow what they're doing because you think they're doing better because you're comparing yourself to them and that's not how it really works bro it's more so it's like all right what are the what are the causes and representations that are leading you down this road what what are your inspirations like what are your motivations like what is it what is your reasoning for doing the actions that you're acting upon and why are you choosing to act upon them in the way that you're acting upon them now in comparison to how you were acting about uh, uh acting on them in the past and when you start to like sit with these ideas and create these formative narratives inside of your own mind you're going to start to see that like little slithers of correspondences like like overarching motivations start to appear and when you start to like line them up you start to develop like a sort of personality of yourself of your mind of your experience and as you see these things and your internal perceptions are being constructed within your external reality you start to realize that your higher self is literally it you know it's like all right so this personality that is always present that is my higher self it doesn't have to be anything crazy mystical but the thing is that as we're gonna get into in the show like you know we're we're still not even like deeply in the content like i mean we're just talking right now but uh really it's you're we're gonna talk about uh enough when we it's important like what i'm trying to say here ultimately with like this entire tangent is that it's up to you to trust in yourself 
that like and you, that your ideas trust in your ideas they are there to help light your way through the chain of events or the bridge of incidents that is going to lead you to the actual like to the nucleus of what you're thinking about of what you're holding in your awareness because it's like the mind it's just going to adopt and attract and extrapolate itself amongst many different avenues in order to navigate the well actually that's kind of what the cybernetic mind becomes it's going to be the cybernetic relationship across the screen of space being the three-dimensional perspective uh the outside world as well as the inside perspective acting within the outside world that becomes the, the body mind spirit phenomena interplaying with the space of reality like i mean matter in order to create the outcomes amongst uh amongst whatever it has decided it wants to create but uh that goes with uh having a assertion of its own will it's really funny because that's actually a very perfect segue into well mysticism and one of the main uh points that i wanted to cover today was actually the topic of mysticism and i understand that getting into mysticism is such a overwhelming topic in my opinion because of the fact that there's so much information available and it's so occulted that the stimulating overflow is bound to really just turn off a lot more people than it will turn on and that's supposed to be that way you know it's supposed to be that way it's done intentionally because it's like well i mean we're going to be getting into the kabbalion and we're going to be getting into hermetic principles and well hermetic philosophy this episode and the hermetic school of thought it's very it's very well known that like information isn't just made readily available it only becomes available when the seeker is ready for it and that just that little slither of information is enough for you to you know like that's that's the first breadcrumb really what mysticism is at least through what i've learned over the last couple of years it starts off as like you're just following a bunch of breadcrumbs and <laughs> a lot like no, most things in life starting just starting it is kind of like the challenge but it's cool because it's like once you start to see like all right the patterns that manifest and lead you towards specific events and circumstances that let you have an experience that was in accordance to well the phenomena that you can define for yourself as the will then you start to see how reconstructing those foundations or reconstructing those um, variables becomes a very intentional process and the the actual mysticism that like goes into that is with the whole idea of creating what it is that you want from the outcome and it can be like really it doesn't need to get like very mystical because at the end of the day like what mysticism is in all like for all intents and purposes is really just your own inner mythology and tying that into the number one thing that i actually really do want to get into right now the seven hermetic principles once you understand that it is your inner mythology then you can tie that into the seven hermetic principles itself like it ties directly into the principle of mentalism how all is mind therefore if mysticism is what you're doing to create the inner circumstances and the inner the inner requirements or the world environment requirements uh, for specific outcomes to arise only like within your own like meditative practice you know then you can take that a step deeper you know because it's like for the outside practice like for the non-practitioner you are going to appear like you are possibly just meditating or just writing or 
you know, just in your own world, but for the initiated and the established mage, then they will be able to truly grasp the tr essence of the information that they are presenting themselves in relation to the inner harmony that is being constituted or well i mean that depends on the path that you choose to walk you know we have the left hand path and the right hand path and i mean it's ultimately for the same end result which just becomes the life um but now i feel like w i think that this is just a collective thing i feel like we are truly just evolving from attaching to one or the other and rather than just associating strictly with one thing or another thing it's like we realize that we don't need to be a labelist like we can just exist because we are far beyond the inner definition of like what a label requires so i mean if you use a label it's to truly illustrate what you are not more so than what you truly are if that makes any sense at all you know it, it's a illustration because it's like all right so we could tie that we could tie that even a step deeper um <laughs> the following law or the law of correspondence can be all right so not even the law of correspondence but correspondence is just the isomorphisms between the two unapparent realities that are faced or mirrored against one another and the variables that carry over and manifest as the experienced screen of space within the sensory inside and outside world uh yeah that becomes the merging of uh, that becomes the well okay so you know how there's seven i don't you might not know we're going to be going through it i'm kind of just going everywhere in this moment but there will be a structure uh but there are seven uh, hermetic principles just like there are seven chakras and how we've established in previous seasons the realms of existence are mitigated through the balancing of the seven chakras so the ability for the subconscious mind to work in harmony with the seven principles across every modality of existence then the more harmonious reconstitution of i guess you could call it outer world energy will be siphoned into the inner world energy that will create well the all is mind phenomena that becomes the outside world and that becomes the corresponding and dualistic so like each each of the seven laws the the so each of the seven laws whether it be mentalism correspondence vibration polarity gender rhythm cause and effect etc well, it's no, etc. Those are the seven. <laughs> Whether it be any of those seven principles, you will notice that there is overarching truths that harmonize with each avenue. And it's only like, for example, it's only going to make sense to you in a specific way that's only going to be made sense of for yourself. But you're going to see the bigger truth. You're going to collect every like. So each of the principles carries specific isomorphisms across uh the state of existence whether it be mentalism or whether it be correspondence but the same truth is being transmitted and it is the truth of just the harmonious the the harmonious equalization of all vibrations or not even vibrations because vibration it's its own principle a lot of the hermetic principles such as rhythm and vibration and cause and effect they are very self-explanatory and you don't necessarily need to sit within the words and really grasp it because it's like the, the thing is that with these laws and these vibe like these principles it's not exactly like how it's read or how the words are exactly just saying the things they're saying more so it's how it's being presented to you and the concepts that are being performed within your subconscious as i express to you these principles and these vibrations that becomes the experience of the magic essentially it's to express or to talk about the electromagnetism it's a it's the electromagnetic phenomena that has yet to be defined you know like i mean 
we could call it soul we could call it spirit we can call it ether but really it's electromagnetism it's one and two binary absolutes and anything beyond like the initial understanding of these uh, archetypes is just extra dissolution in order for the mind to grasp the essence of what it is not in order for the conscious brain to understand what it really is it's very paradoxic in nature and that's why such a strong foundation is required in order for you to not be uh, lost along the currents of the depth of consciousness that you will be traversing uh, there are there are many techniques and meditations and actually uh, some that I'll leave you with here today that is going to allow you to enter into these more astute realms of reality that your subconscious mind it's it's a lot of subconscious work all of all of magic is really just you working with your own subconscious in order for you to consciously mold the actionable steps that you are required to take for your chief definite aim your vision your your destiny and you do your part you show up and you set your intentions and you act upon them you cast your circle etc and then by setting out the energy from the channeled space that was the ritual circle you create a sort of magnetism that is going to be launched out into the screen the the so let's say let's say that reality to us as humans is like a holographic projection that is seen as three-dimensionality but our souls are capable of uh, tapping into more subtle realms of existence such as two-dimensionality one-dimensionality 1.5 and even the ones that go even more microscopic and more macroscopic so based off of where you find yourself in the moments that you are casting a circle you're kind of like taking like a multi-dimensional screen cap of all the energies that you are in essence harboring and you're sort of like creating a portal you can see it like that and it's connecting all of your bodies into a singular vessel if that makes any sense and in doing that 100% of your soul is being channeled but the thing is that like if you're not capable of using 100% of your soul you're not going to use 100% of your soul therefore it won't be there and the other avenues of magic are actually to go back into the subconscious mind to remove those barrier blocks and actually astrology shows us how to do that and working with the planets and seeing how the planetary pantheons of gods and deities is manifesting across your life through the use of personas and archetypal factors that are going to construct the narrative and space of like dialogue to put it like that which will continue to influence the modalities that are experienced across your three-dimensional existence within the screen of space here is where we can really step into the idea of the higher self it's a timeless formless awareness that has been with you throughout your entire life and you can you can distinguish this awareness from any other sense of awareness that you've held and carried within your own life in order to create an effective representation with concepts and words of this energy it's important to understand that the constituency of isomorphic cognitive loops that impact and create a sense of awareness within any space of action it will create a sense of magnification upon where a deeper intrepid flow state known as action will begin to take place between these moments of 
realizing the action and actually acting upon the action, the mind starts to reflect upon an infinitesimally large number of probabilities that can impact whether or not the mind or the body slash the the body mind connection actually decides to follow through with that you know like we can say that it doesn't necessarily go through each and every single moment of our lives but really it's because of the fact that it's because of we can argue that it doesn't really occur in every single instance of our life anymore because that would kind of be draining, wouldn't it? It would be incredibly time-consuming, energy-draining, energy-sucking. <laughs> um, and yeah, actually, that's why we have habits in life. That's why by our mid-30s, we are purely creatures of habits. Everything that has taken shape within the subconscious mind will take place within the subconscious mind. And everything is essentially subconscious because of the fact that you have been alive for so long that, you know, you should have it figured out by now, you know? So that is essentially kind of like what it's trying to do. So it becomes very automatic because it's like, all right, you no longer need to like, it's like, all right, you've you've been at it for so long. It's just, it is what it is. It's automatic. I'm rather confident in the fact that most of my listeners are familiar with the concept of neuroplasticity uh, but how i want to frame it in this context so it's like all right we might be familiar with the fact that neuroplasticity is uh the firing of new uh, neurons in the brain axions axons and synapses connecting in new modalities i.e new experiences forming a new pattern within the mind with impressing the subconscious in a way that it hasn't been impressed with before to derive a specific event that is also new to the user so um the thing is that if this is really what's happening inside of the mind like if these new connections like well it is what's happening inside of the mind So since this is what's happening inside of the mind, it's like, all right, there are new realities being formed or well, there are new connections. There are new, there's a new acquisition of reality that is taking place within your mind. And through that, you are able to, well, I mean, you can use magic as the vessel to manifest the new pathways within which you would like to propel yourself towards so it's like what is it exactly that you can desire that's the thing though if it is that you desire there's something for everyone but really if like you're just trying to squander in like three-dimensionality that's okay at the end of the day the good news is that there's always whether or not you're conscious of it, there's always a part of you within your mind, conscious, subconscious, super conscious that knows what it's going to work towards or like what it's trying to achieve, like it, what it's existing and propelling itself to, even if you don't consciously know it. But it's up to you as the conscious navigator to start to sit with that and try to excavate it and try to make it the best sh- the best that it could be, you know, the best self, the best self. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Because as we've experienced before in our own lives and also in the show, uh, I've said how that's why we go through emotions in the first place. It, it, the end result of an emotion is an experience and an experience leads way to a mood. A mood leads way to a temperament, temperament to a personality and your personality creates your thoughts your thoughts creates your mood your mood creates your perception your perception creates your reality Uh, anyway ladies and gentlemen if, if you've made it this far it's evident that you have a real interest in this matter and who am i to keep you from this information this treasure trove of knowledge that i myself have stumbled upon if you are truly committed and determined to 
magnify your own inner will and magnetize your thought vibrations into actionable steps. Of course, if I hold the knowledge, it is not up to me to withhold it from you rather than to pertain the environmental redundancies that are going to create a sort of personality shift and it's gonna be kind of like a it's like a vibe test you know like i mean that was a whole lot of jargon to just talk about the vibe test um if you've made it this far then you obviously passed the vibe test and we can get into the content for what it really is supposed to be uh a guide on how to truly just create and magnetize <laughs> when i say magnetize i mean in the traditional manner of positive and negative creating the friction to cause the electromagnetic current that will well be a current <laughs> okay but how does this tie into beyond meaning we're going to be looking at different practices such as the akashic records the model of astrology as seen through thomas h brignoin in the light of egypt astrology through the lens of planetary magic by denning and phillips and the Zodiac and the Salts of Salvation by Carrie and Perry. These are a collection of books that I have gotten to know rather intimately over the course of the time I've owned them. And they've led me down numerous bridges of incidences revolving astrology and the personification of these planetary archetypes within the corresponding limits of well one own one's own personal reality and i mean we've spoken about the akashic records a handful of times in this show and we've established quite a interesting perspective from this conversation that we've had in the limits of self-awareness in season two but we're going to take that a step deeper and we're going to talk about examples in which the Akashic Records could potentially open a, a sense of awareness within your life. But the thing is that every single one of these practices is going to require you to well, meditate, you know? So it's like, this is to do more with your already established meditation practice. And, well, I mean, like I said, if you're already this far, it's because you're serious about it. So I do trust that you are familiar with the concepts of meditation and can practice it at your own discretion and know how to hold your breath and your rhythm and your awareness and direct it accordingly and how to truly absorb your prana, etc. You know, because it's like always cool to say but like at the end of the day like what's the point of just like you know talking about it if it's not doing anything for you um if you if you know how to do it and it works for you good perfect and um really it's not like because it's like we're not here to compare ourselves to other people and if you're like doing things to compare yourself to other people then it's going to be not the show for you you know it's going to just lead you down a superficial reality because you're not going to be able to completely focus on yourself since you're so constituently focused on the actual awareness that of outside events rather than just directionally channeling that inner momentum into the own perpetual magnetization of the internal will uh, in correspondence to the intentions that are being concretized and manifested through the subconscious mind and extrapolated extrapolated into the outside realm of existence through conscious action conscious motion and intentional constitution what does that mean well doing things that are in a accordance to you not like not focusing on like the on the implications and expectations of the people around you and having confidence in your own will to truly prioritize your movement and your correspondence of will and energy so it's like understanding that what you are saying can either be directed towards yourself or towards someone else but the thing is that like if you're not there yet 
if you're not there yet, you're not going to be able to follow that stream of thought. Like it's a flow motion. It's a flow motion that you can choose to really integrate yourself into. But if you can't really tap into that frequency and see beyond the realm of illusion, you're not going to really be able to channel and withhold the information that was streamlined through the conscious barrier of language. It becomes a very spiritual path that is only for a initiated few that have been it's like it's not even i can't even initiate you bro it, this is something that is goes back many many lives many many lives many 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 lives that are not just exclusive to these experiences on earth as we see them today we have timeless souls inhabiting these temporary vessels and truly to jolt your mind with the with the with the thoughts that your soul is not really your soul like you're just going to be kidding yourself though because it's like you have already experienced death my friend like you've already died countless times but you are in this moment alive because you wanted to be here to listen to this wording because it's like it's what you are choosing to listen to right now it's like time exists linearly for this three-dimensional vehicle but our souls, we exist beyond the illusion of time in linearity. Honestly, my friend, you need to continue to meditate if this concept doesn't make 100% sense. But just trust in yourself and your ability to really experience time for its own, for what it is. Experience the, it, it, once you realize that like, Time only exists as a way to do the will and the will, the will, as a way to manifest the divine will that courses through the ever-present environment of the matriarchal, matriarchal, it's a matrix, bro, matriarch, matrix, you know, and it's like, bro, whatever, um, <laughs> if you know, you know, excuse me, clip, clip, um, uh, Yo, listen, if anyone that listens to this is familiar with like audio engineering techniques and could possibly help uh, raise the podcast to a higher degree of energy uh, via audio production, etc., reach out to me. Uh, I'll go ahead and leave my email in the description. Uh, reach out to me and I would love to, you know, obviously work with you. Well, yeah, I would love to hire you for your time, whatever that would entail. Just reach out, bro. Uh, I know that you're listening reach out <laughs> uh yeah but um moving on it's information that is only going to make sense to the people who have already been initiated like it doesn't even need to be every single word so it's like bro if you got the message you got the message like the words were just anchors for the meaning to transpire through the four dimensionality time space of like existence onto this three dimensionality experience of like in the moment you know because it's like Bro, you guys, if you haven't watched Tenant yet, like, you need to watch Tenant. Like, it's like, that's it, my friends. Like, that is the, that is the point blank of reality. That is the point blank of reality. Um, it is possible to project the soul across multiple, but like, you need to reach those check marks, you know, those checkpoints, checkpoint, you know? And once you realize that your soul can go and exist from numerous different checkpoints, you realize that it all has to do with like a bigger picture. And you don't necessarily need to understand the bigger picture, but if you trust enough that you are part of the bigger picture, then you know your role, you know your role, and that is all that matters for you. You know, it's, it's you make it happen because your will is real you know your will is real your will is real your will is real <laughs> say that for yourself a couple of times just assert that say statement is true my will is real just you know feel into that um but yeah i think that starting next episode well we have a lot of literature that we're going to be covering um i believe that we're going to be having longer episodes just by nature since this is going to be just a lengthier conversation since it's not a conversation that can be minimized or renounced to anything that is anything less than what it really is 
And if, like, this has... Because it's like, I need this stuff to make sense in order to build upon it. Like, I need this stuff to make sense for you at home in order to build upon it later. Because it's like, bro, what's the point of me, like, creating a podcast if no one understands it? You know, like, it's like, I need to make sure that I take the time to explain every single concept into a specific way. Like, into a specific symbol that is going to create specific ideas and images within your mind and i'm only doing this with words uh, you know so it's like it needs to be very intentional and the more intention and time and energy that you put into something the more the more well you know the more explicit or the more specific you want to be the longer it kind of takes you know uh because that's just in the nature of it if you want to be if you want to be bigger you need to be better and in order to be better, you need to be bigger. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it might not be bigger as in like size, but bigger as in like bigger, you know, like it's like, let's say, let me, let me use a personal example. Running is my favorite thing in the world. Um, Yeah, it's true. Running is literally my favorite thing in the world, right? So it's like, in order to run bigger distances, you need to get better at running smaller distances. It's a transmutation. You see, these are these are parables of wisdom that I have gained for myself across my own expansive life. And I am expanding upon them on my own as a way to expand my own self reality you know it's like i'm doing this just as much like my listeners at home i'm the you get value from this if not you wouldn't be tuning in but i get just as much value so it's like i i use this for my soul growth and that's why it's something that you guys can use as a mat as a way to soul grow yourself you know what i'm saying um that's what i'm saying um that's what i'm saying team uh for real like it's like i wouldn't be able to i wouldn't be able to like really talk about the soul and like make it a collective effort if it didn't apply to myself as well like it's like all right you know what uh we're just gonna get into this right now it'll be as long as it gets uh let's see um psychedelics are cool you know i mean i've always talked about psychedelics but um at the end of the day this is to this is used to see the patterns in your life the fragments of your soul that have taken root within your subconscious mind as a way to open your own understanding to the capabilities of like reality you know it's like if something like this can have that sort of effect then imagine the sort of effect you could do if you had actual conscious energy into these avenues that's the that's like the big truth takeaway thing here that we're trying to like illustrate you know and there's many different ways of like going about illustrating that it kind of just goes with your soul purpose as how it's going to be made sense of in yourself but i know that like i'm talking about my collective right now you know like i know that you guys at home you guys resonate like i know that like your souls are open and your heart spaces are ready to like receive this information like bro you wouldn't have given me 45 minutes of your time if it weren't for the fact that like this really resonates for you you know and like i mean we'll be seeing i mean it's like season three hype too you know it's like it's cool that we're in season three like this started off very humbly 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 and now we're speaking into a sure sm7b you know like it's it's cool it's cool that like growth is a actual that it's like possible to grow and into something without necessarily having all the answers like laid out because it's like you'll figure it out as you get there and if you can be confident in your ability to create like value and worth you will be able to apply that like it's like bro you need nothing other than yourself and like you know your shoes not even that at that at some points but like you need nothing other than yourself in order to run a marathon right and if you could run a marathon like if you could conceptualize actually running like 26.4 miles it's a little bit less a little bit more um bro you will gain a lot of value out of life you're gonna see you're gonna see a lot of big truths you're gonna have spiritual awakenings in the middle of that journey and those spiritual awakenings are going to just expand like 
bro there's no way to put it bro like i mean there's no way to put it there's just no way to put it it's just experience it's experience those are those are mystical experiences that we have in life you know and there it's not that like a portal opens and you walk through it and like you fucking see like gandalf and stuff no 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 it's just it's like awareness enhancement moments that stick with you and they become like a sort of like well for some it's baggage for others it's uh it's a tool you know it's like you can use it it's orbitals you know it's gonna be they, they become attracted to your center of gravity because we all have a center of gravity and like it's like listen guys and gals and they's and thems and all my non-binary binary everyone listen homies you know that's why that's why it's homies you know it's homies anyway we're just getting we're getting too deep into that you see but but like it's like that's the thing it has gravity it has it's a lot it's a big sense of like gravity that's where well i mean it's not that it's we're too, we're getting sidetracked if this is what's coming up this is what's in the collective and like i mean i value my collective and it's true like i mean i'm gonna go ahead and get into it if that's what we need to get into but um truth be told i feel very capable 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 to be like to share this information with well my content listeners at home uh because it's like if you start to apply these like methodologies into your own self you're going to see how your own avenues of existence start to take shape and form within your own mind and in turn your own reality and it's like let's say you become an intentional like life liver life liver <laughs> You start becoming more intentional with some stuff that require you to, for example, uh, show up every day at a specific hour and say a specific incantation with a specific uh, with a specific image in mind, while doing a specific sigil, thinking of like whatever you know. We'll get there when we get there, but you'll see it when it happens. But that's going to require you to at least tune in every day into a specific algorithm state of mind that is intended to achieve a specific outcome be it whatever it is that you believe in you know and if it's like you know grounded in your reality grounded in your actions and if your actions like be it magic or be it actionality living in life the matrix system whatever and listen taking it a couple of steps back when i mentioned matrix earlier it's not matrix like fucking neo matrix being like a fucking matrix field of like subconscious constitutions that are going to root and take avenue within the mind but really squad like what i'm trying to get here is like magic okay so like learning to use your chakras as a way to like exude specific energy with specific results towards specific outcomes is going to be like really helpful for you if you're not doing it already because it's like it's going to be an extra layer an extra dimension of like intention that you're using to project outwardly into your life and that on its own is going to actually like well you'll realize that like in order to get into magic like it's like but it's not like harry potter we're going to be looking at magic in a couple of different dimensions such as planetary magic natural magic ceremonial magic etc um it's going to it's going to be really fun because it's like we're going to explore similarly to how we did with like the science part of i uh, of like beyond meaning specific ideas and perspectives through the lens of well now magic literal magic because it's like similarly to it's a system it's a system of practice similar to science but not based on the actual my own intention with like doing all of this is like okay so even speaking about the concepts with which we're going to get into it's it's an energetically like it's an energetic transaction this is very like this is like sacred wisdom that has been really well i mean if you choose to look at it that way it's actually stuff that like doesn't just come easy you know it's stuff that has weight it's stuff that has spiritual authority within the actual experience of the life itself it's um the science of the soul in relation to the stars and we're going to be talking about how astrology acts as that we're going to be talking about the astrological ca uh, calendar in relation to like kundalini we're going to be talking about well we're going to be getting into it right um i'm really excited
I'm looking forward to getting into that. I do want to preface it with the Akashic Records and see how that like, all right, so if we're going to be talking about astrology. Before we talk about astrology in relation to the soul, I want to talk about the soul in relation to the self. And that requires, well, I think that for me, the easiest way that that was it for, the way I learned it, the way I taught it to myself was by, for, I first learned about my own soul. And when I realized that it was my soul that like was giving me myself, my own center of gravity and my own like more fun, energetic field that was bringing around, that was being, <laughs> that was bringing around specific attachments. I was like, wow, okay. Isn't that just like how gravity works? So then it's not just that like gravity works like with physical objects, gravity works at a spiritual level too. Whoa. And then when I realized that I was like, fuck, okay, well I got to get into fucking witchcraft. I, I probably said it just like that. <laughs> and that's well, uh, how it started off with me. You know, um, I realized a lot that like, like a lot of those like spiritual parasites came from like the church that I was uh, exposed to. So as a way to like my soul just knew as a way to just fucking reject that spirituality, that that spiritual intoxication that was the Christian Pentecostal experience. Um, I did turn to Satanism and Satanism is the literal force of this, the force of nature that liberated me from the chains of bondage of like of victimized thought. Once I decided to step into the light of Satanism, I realized that self-empowerment starts from within and that there is no savior that is going to take atonement for your own shortcomings other than yourself. And through realizing that, I became self-empowered and I learned how to close holes in my aura. And I learned how to step into a more authoritative, self-authoritative sense of self through the acceptance and integration of higher spiritual forces that have to this day continued to fuel and motivate me towards higher degrees of action. Not to say that anything is just strictly one thing or another thing. You continue to evolve your spiritual practice and it takes you to different avenues and all this stuff. But there are true like constituencies that are affirmative truths in your life. And once you realize that like your soul goes way back, you realize big things, you know, it's like Christ consciousness is a real thing. Christianity, though, that is a venom. That is a poison. And I do mean the indoctrination of fear and systematic oppression through the use of hell, heaven, this, that, us, them, duality to split the consciousness into a state of fear and disempowerment that sheds the self-initiated power from the actual person to the outer Well, it just gives away the self-power. It's an invictimized mindset. Needless to say, there is a God. If not, there wouldn't be, if not, there wouldn't be used for like witchcraft or anything. Like, it's like, why would you connect with like higher entities and all this stuff? But it's like, once like our, our nature used to, our nature used to make covenant with these uh, forces, these archetypes. That is the true spirit essence of like our tree, our creator God. Uh, Christianity is a veil that has been indoctrinated onto the, well, the mass uh, subconscious, the mass consciousness uh, as a way to oppose us from truly stepping into this ability because of the fact that like if everyone were to step into this ability, there would be no need for the church and through the church there is, well, different avenues that are the state, etc, etc, etc. But um, the disopposing, uh, disopposed manners of being like, it's like once you realize that like it's possible for the self to create witchcraft like okay christianity is necessary for the masses because the masses are not awoken but once you truly wake up to like your soul like once your soul awakens you don't wake up to your soul your soul wakes up to you once your soul awakens you no longer need like the limit the, the parameters of like religion <laughs> point blank bro like if you disagree then you're just not there yet and that's okay that's okay don't don't get salty it's just maybe not in this lifetime for you you know and that's all right that's all right don't get salty it's just belief systems and i i mean at the end of the day you can find whatever you want wherever you want it's all in your perspective but um i'm just telling you how it is but anyway I'm going to go ahead and transition into 
the idea, the, the, this show's idea, you know, like this show's idea to end with. And I don't think that we had one for the last episode. But, um, well, actually, actually, we should do something else. I want to start doing tarot pools since uh, we are in a new season and a mystical one at that. I'll go ahead and start with my favorite deck. It's the Mystic Mondays deck um, since this is a new beginning, a new season. And well, I mean, it's the first time we're doing a tarot reading here in the show. It's only natural for me to want to use this one. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, this one has been with me through a lot. I've had a about three to four year relationship with these cards and uh, they're really cool. Yeah, they're really cool. I'm excited for what they for the message they have for us. Um, I'm going to take a second to ground just by taking a couple of breaths. Feel free to do the same. In through the nose. Oh. One more time through the nose, grounding into the vessel. drawing one card and seeing where it goes <laughs> from the mystic monday's tarot deck i will be laying out three decks i will be breaking the deck up into three stacks i will take one more breath drawing from the middle deck. By turning into, or well, by drawing the Queen of Cups. The Queen of Cups is a hallmark. Eight. The Queen of Cups is a hallmark of intuition comparable to the High Priestess. The Queen of Cups rules intuition and compassion as well as love, and she represents the emotionally stable side of our personality. The Queen, obviously a stable, strong, feminine woman who rules emotionally from the heart, as is in the nature of the Divine Feminine. Highly empathetic and connected, although capable of connecting healthy boundaries, the emotions and flowing nature coming from the cups and waters, as well as the majestic waves of her hair. Um, you can't see the picture, but I'll be uploading it to Instagram. The strong emotional aspects of water are steady within her court and it allows for the constant and effortless flow of life energy it's the ease and reflecting of this is this is reflecting upon our subconscious we are deeply connected and steadfast streamers with true psychic insights the queen of cups is known to heal past wounds with strong waves of tenderness and kindness and capable of listening to your own intuition as well as your emotional priorities. You allow self-expression to be the greatest gift you hold within your arsenal of ruling, to put it that way. 
uh, a queen that gives to her people what her people need. Um, well, yeah, that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful, um, that's beautiful. Cool. Actually, very cool. I flipped the deck over to, wow, to the high priestess as we were just talking about it being the counterbalance to the queen of cups. What a beautiful, what a beautiful arm or almond. Uh, the high priestess as well is very well known is a hallmark of intuition, serenity, and well, the divine feminine. Uh, the high priestess being the mistress of the subconscious mind, uh, they constantly asking us to listen to the inner voices of our intuition. It's serenity matched with truth and wisdom, knowing, as well as collective wisdom that you uh, that you withhold or that you withdraw, that you draw from, that you draw from the collective knowing. It's the telling you to just trust your gut this is literally it just trust your gut focus on doing the things that really work for you if you feel this way it's just it's worth pursuing you have uh, you have you know what it is that it is talking about and right now just pay special attention to what your dreams are going to be giving you those messages that you need and they're going to be carrying those subliminal messages well yeah those subliminal messages that are going to allow for you to step into that truth within your waking hours uh continue to look inward rather than outward meditate more a little bit more continue to strive to increase that ripeness of imagination because as we know imagination is the first key of manifestation all dreams are born through the imagination and if you can like let's say if you only have like a let if life is like an rpg you need to have the highest level skill of imagination like if you can rank up your imagination skill you need to have it at the highest rank you can have it in um and that's what it's basically trying to tell you right now trust that your expanding intuition is guiding you to where you need to go just like continue to have that you know it's the truth it's the truth of mind and it's the truth that's going to carry you all right my wonderful listeners i think that this is a one uh, wonderful place to end this um stay well uh thanks for giving me an hour plus of your time <laughs>